So your relationships have a lot to do with your energy and improving your energy because if you're around the right people, what happens? You feel better about yourself, feel better about life, you have more fun, you laugh more, you come up with better ideas, you're more strategic. On the flip side, you guys know when you're in the wrong relationships how much it drains you of energy. So think about, you know, we're talking about improving energy, so think about what people you can keep in more contact with. Hey guys, welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. My name is Steph Ganowski, and as a men's coach, I'm on a mission to help men prioritize themselves, take ownership over their challenges, set boundaries in their relationships, and much more, all while adding a female touch and perspective. I hope this podcast helps you. We need you men, and as a woman, I'm rooting for you. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This episode is all about energy, how to improve your energy. If you guys are following me on IG, you probably noticed that I am, I just have a shit ton of energy lately. (laughs) And I know it's due to these seven things that I'm going to mention to you. Um, The best way to keep on top of your energy and maintain high energy, and I know you guys want to maintain high energy because you're ambitious men, you got a lot going on. Um, You want to date, you want to have the career, you want to have enough energy to work out, get that workout in, give to other people, um, just kick ass at life. And you can't do that without a certain amount of energy going around. So that's why I'm going to touch on this topic. And whenever I do bring up a topic, it's due to a revelation I've had, something that will help me, I know will help you, or something my clients have gone through that I know will help other men if I talk about it with other guys. So this is where this is coming from. And if you do resonate with this podcast, if you find it helpful, if you've been finding it helpful so far, I would love it, love it, love it if you could head over to iTunes, scroll to the bottom, leave a rating and review. It takes two seconds and I would wildly appreciate it. Thanks so much to the guys that have and the guys that will and the guys that are just chilling here. I even, you know, still props to you for being here. Even if you don't write me a review, I still love you. (laughs) All right. Seven seven things to help you improve your energy. Number one is food. All right. Food is huge when it comes to energy. You have to make sure you're getting in certain vitamins that keep your body going, that keep your brain functioning to ultimate capacity when it comes to learning and growing and just having, you know, the brain takes a lot of energy. So you want to make sure you're eating brain foods. All right. Um, I just, I just read Limitless by Jim Quick, who is a brain expert and um, something he, he mentioned the top 10 brain foods. So I'll just list them here. Hopefully I can remember them. Uh, he also teaches memory in his book. So let's give this a go. <laughs> um, water, which isn't actually a food, but it's so important for your brain. So remember water, walnuts, broccoli, dark leafy greens, uh, salmon, um, fuck, fuck, fuck turmeric, uh, which is more of a spice, but there is turmeric tea. I've been drinking a ton of turmeric tea um, that is apparently highly effective for your brain. Dark chocolate, uh, blueberries, avocado, and eggs. Yes, I got them all. Yes. All right, that's 10, 10 top brain foods, okay? Brain foods slash water and turmeric. (laughs) So, Um, remember those foods when it comes to energy for your daily consumption. All right. Try to keep these foods in your regular, in your regular diet to some extent, because they will help you function better overall. 
um, live a healthier lifestyle, think quicker, retain more information, and just feel a lot better. Also, if you're working out, you know, you're going to see, you're going to see your body is more cut when you're eating these foods, these whole foods, these nutritious foods, you know, you can, you can do the, if it fits your macros shit and eat the sugar and only eat so so much of it a day, but you're not going to feel that great. And you're not going to look that great. So stick with these brain foods as much as you can, and then eat, you know, whatever it takes to be healthy and whole foods around that. All right, let's go to number two, exercise. Exercise is crazy good for you guys. And Really set yourself up for success here because what happens with um, what happens with everyone, but what I do with my clients is if they're not on an exercise routine and they want to get back on once they start working with me, because usually they will. Almost all my clients end up working out while they're working with me. They get back on an exercise routine because they just start feeling so good about themselves and their minds and about women. And they're like, fuck, I need to get back in the gym. Like they just have that urge to start working on their bodies because they're doing so much work on their mind. And before we work on our body, it's a mindset, right? Like we need to have a certain mindset in order to get ourselves to the gym in order to work on our bodies. So, um, you really want to, what, so what I do with my clients anyway, is I set them up for success by asking them, all right, what can you commit to this week? And they'll say, well, I'd love to work out every day. And I'm like, all right, well now you're not doing shit. Like you're not working out at all. So let's not jump straight to every day. Let's just test your commitment. Um, give me something, you know, you can commit to so that you're more likely to sustain this new exercise routine. So they may start two days during the week or three days during the week. And when they do that, and they succeed at that and they follow through with their commitment, they feel better and they're more likely to stay on track. I've noticed when I first started working with guys and I allowed them to jump right and, and as a personal trainer for, for five years, I've noticed that if people jump from zero to a hundred, they are, they don't sustain it. They don't stick with it. Um, they get overwhelmed with it. They feel like shit because they didn't stand by their word or their commitment. And then they just stop altogether because it doesn't feel good. There's not a positive association to that habit. So they just, They avoid it and they steer away from it. So always try to, especially with exercise, set yourself up for success. Give yourself easy wins in terms of getting back into a fitness routine. Okay, so maybe that looks like 20 minutes a day for three days to start out if you're not doing shit and you haven't done it for a year. You know, just do something you know you will follow through with. Be a man of your word. Follow through with what you say you're going to do. All right, but just know that those endorphins are coming. When you exercise, it's going to feel great. Maybe not in the moment, but in time, you will notice how much energy comes your way when you get into an exercise routine, how much stronger you feel, how much taller you stand. You know, my clients often get that a lot too. It's funny because two of them reached out to me this week and they said that uh, people are complimenting them. Like friends are saying, you look really good and they're, they're standing a lot taller. You know, they're, they're fitter, um, they're dropping fat feeling better about themselves. So they are actually receiving compliments from other people, even though they're like, I didn't think I looked that different, but you know, it feels good to get all these compliments. So yeah, exercise number two. All right. Number three, number three, when it comes to energy improving your energy, something to be aware of is sleep, sleep slash do not hit the snooze because what happens is people hit the snooze and that fucks up your whole day. It makes you drowsy. Um, it tells your mind right away that, you know, I'm not excited for the day or, oh, this is a drag. I'm not ready. I don't want to do this. It sends a lot more messages subconsciously than we think. You know, it's more than just, oh, I'll give myself five more minutes. 
five more minutes won't do shit for you. You know that. I know that. Let's just put it on the table and get rid of it. (laughs) And I had to even tell myself this this morning because I hit snooze for five minutes and then I was going to hit it again. And I'm like, oh, fuck this snooze button. Getting up now. (laughs) I can't do this. And yesterday I had an extremely energetic, productive day all around. And what I noticed, because I do recaps of my day of like, why did this day go well or why did it go not well? Um, and the major shift from yesterday was I woke up at 6 a.m. on the dot, did not hit snooze, jumped out of bed. Even though I didn't feel like jumping out of bed, I just forced myself to do it, started moving, put on music right away, started moving my body so that I didn't feel sleepy enough to get back in bed. And I just went on with my day. And I was up early, you know, I didn't hit snooze. Um, and then, you know, five minutes in, I was not tired at all because most likely we won't be. Most likely, you know, if you get at least seven hours, shoot for eight hours. I always shoot for eight. But, you know, you're, you're more likely good. I mean, you should be good. So just get up. Do not hit the snooze. Try to avoid that as much as possible and find a way to prep yourself the night before so that you have something to look forward to for the day. All right. So that you don't subconsciously straight away go for that snooze button, but also make sure you're getting enough sleep. Sleep is vital to energy, you know, and a lot of people say like, oh, like I'm only, I'm only, only sleeping four hours. I only need four hours. Like that's not something to brag about because eventually it's going to catch up with you. You're going to feel like shit. You're going to be that, that person who ages horribly. Like just don't fuck around with that. Get your sleep in. There are plenty of people who are wildly successful and sleep eight hours a night. You can do the same. All right. So do it. Um, all right. But also a sleep tip. If you have trouble sleeping, because I know a lot of you guys have a lot of stress. Um, some of you sleep like babies because you have so much stress and you're like, finally sleep. I just pass out. Some of you cannot sleep because you have so much stress and you're, you're like, my brain is always going. I can't turn it off. I can't slow down. I just can't relax. So in this case, just practice the physical, um, the physical, can't think of the word, but you want to put yourself Get yourself back in control of your body. So if your body wants to get up and just like isn't, you know, feeling anxious and doesn't want to sleep, control yourself and stay in the bed for eight hours straight. Just stay in bed. No, no phone or anything. Just lay there. And even that is taking you in a step in toward the direction of sleeping for eight hours. It's the first step. All right. Maybe your mind can't shut off yet, but at least you're starting to train your body. Hey, we're going to be here for eight hours. And eventually you'll train yourself to, to tell the body, you know, we're going to be here for eight hours. Might as well relax. Might as well shut your eyes. Let's just sleep. You know, like eventually it will get to that point. This is just step number one to start training the body. All right. Number four, acknowledge your progress and set a schedule for the next day. All right. So at the end of the night, this is something I've realized helps me too with energy is self-recognition, which I've been talking about a lot lately with guys because you guys don't do it (laughs) at all. Um, uh, So acknowledging your progress at the end of the day. And this doesn't mean like you have to say, I did such a good job. Yay. Like, because you're a man, you're going to have the mindset like, all right, everything that should have got done, got done, whatever. That's it. Um, But I want you to just write it down. You know, write down the top three things you're glad happened that day or, you know, or went really well for you or went better than expected. You know, this isn't to say that like, yay, you did, you did a great job. You did what you were supposed to do. It's just like, hey, 
you know, I followed through with this even though it was tough and I think I handled the outcome in, in a really powerful, confident way, you know? Or, you know, I, I didn't think I was a little shaky about this and the way I handled it, I was really proud. I was proud of myself. You know, throw yourself a bone once in a while, please, because, <laughs> because what's that's gonna, what that is going to do is make you feel good about the day, make you feel like you're making progress, whether it's in your communication skills with other people, um, whether it's feeling better about yourself, whether it's feeling happier overall in your life. Sorry about the squeaky floor. Um, <laughs> and you definitely want to start taking more note of that because what is that telling your brain? It's telling your brain, hey, my life is going well. This is, this is good. This is good stuff. I like getting, I like living a day. <laughs> I like, I like living. Um, no, but in all seriousness, it's telling you, I want to, you know, to, let's get up and do it again tomorrow. So the more you acknowledge the day for the good it brought you and how you handled it well, the more likely you're, you'll be excited to get down to the next day, get up for the next day, I should say. Um, and setting a schedule is something that also really helps with timing for getting up early because if the night before you set a schedule and you write out everything that needs to be done the next day and when, um, then that is really helpful for you making less decisions in the morning. You can save your willpower. You could save your decision-making and just have that list ready to go. You don't have to worry about what time you have to wake up. You won't oversleep and then be like, oh shit, I had all this shit to do. Why didn't I wake up earlier? You'll know when to wake up and when you need to in order to get everything you have to get done. So have that list ready to go the night before. That way you know exactly when you have to wake up and you know what needs to be done at what time. And this actually will help the body have more of an internal alarm system because if you tell yourself the night before, all right, I need to wake up at six because I need to start this at 6.30, um, just having that intention, setting some sort of intention at night, which could simply be this planning exercise, will prep your body and prep your mind for waking up at that time and not slacking off. All right, so try that out. Number five, your relationships. So your relationships have a lot to do with your energy and improving your energy because if you're around the right people, what happens? You feel better about yourself, feel better about life, you have more fun, you laugh more, you come up with better ideas, you're more strategic, um, you know, all that good stuff. On the flip side, you guys know when you're in the wrong relationships how much it drains you of energy. So think about, you know, we're talking about improving energy, so think about what people you can keep in more contact with. Is there someone you can contact every day? Maybe it's not the same person every day, but just have an idea of, all right, if, you know, is there someone I could contact tomorrow that will help me lift my energy and I could lift theirs? It's as simple as that. So like having that go-to person that you know inspires you, makes you laugh, um, makes you feel good. And you guys have that type of relationship where you can check in with each other. All you need is a few, is a quick check-in and they actually give you a boost of energy. You know, I have these people where it's like, I know if I just reach out to them quick and say something, or make a joke, they'll give a joke back and then we'll laugh. Or, you know, even if I say like, crush today, you're going to do awesome. They send a message back that, that feeds me the same way energetically. And it's just whatever it is, whatever type of relationship you have with people, um, use it to your advantage. And this is also a great way to keep your friendship strong because if you have certain people that you don't see much, but you want to keep them in part of your life, all it takes is a quick message you know, once a week just to stay engaged with that person and keep a, keep a strong relationship. It doesn't, you know, relationships 
and when it comes to strength in relationships is more about um, the consistency of checking in and showing up um, than you know the amount of time you spend with someone. It's more about the quality. So focus on the quality and uh, especially when it comes to improving your energy, who are those quality people that enhance your energy levels? Number six, environment. This is a big one. These are all big ones. But um, <laughs> environment has a lot to do with energy. You know, is there a lot of sun where you are? It was actually tough for me to move from California back to New York because the sun was lacking and it wasn't so warm. <laughs> and I was in a totally new space. And it was like a shock to my energy system because of my environment. And when I joined jujitsu and I, I met, I was with a group of people who were really passionate about something that brought my energy back. So it's like, it's, it's interesting to see like what rooms can you, put yourself, can you put yourself in? How can you make your home more energetically um, appealing or, uh, you know, improve your energy? How can you, how can you improve your energy just by the way you decorate your home or, you know, what you listen to? Um, you know, listening to certain types of music while you study, while you work can also give you energy. Playing music early in the morning can give you energy. But if you're, you know that if you're around certain people too in your environment, in your workspace, that can have a damper on your energy. It can also increase your energy tremendously. So what does your environment look like? What spaces are you consciously putting yourself in? And what types of energy are you feeding off of those spaces? All right, seven is laughter. So this is the last one, and it is laughter. How often are you laughing? How often are you telling jokes? Are you being lighthearted? Um, because the more you do this, when you play, when, when you play, your imagination comes out. Your creativity comes out, right? So it's important to have those people you can laugh with, have those go-tos that, you, that will make you laugh whenever you need to change your mood. You know, sometimes I'm in a terrible mood and I have to get on client calls and I'm like, fuck, I'm in a horrible, horrible mood. What do I do? So I have to go out of my way to find something to make me laugh. And usually it's comedy. It's looking up um, comedians that I enjoy and just watching for 15 minutes. And that will change my mood. Once I start laughing, once I start smiling and my face is like glued open like a smile and I can't take it down (laughs) or turn it off or close it. Um, it's already sent so much serotonin to my brain. Like, and I got all these good, happy chemicals going at this point that my mood as is now enhanced, it's changed. Um, and I've done something to make myself laugh. If it's not that it's talking to someone I know will make me I know will make me laugh for sure. Um, it's thinking about certain scenarios. Like I have one of my friends, he just, he makes me laugh like crazy. So I will literally go to our texts, even if I'm not talking to him and just scroll through and just read some of it. <laughs> and that totally, like I'm laughing just thinking about him right now. Um, and that totally changes my mood. So how often are you laughing? How much are you implementing laughter into your daily routine? whether it's laughter, whether it's play, um, that creative lightheartedness, that flirtation. This also helps a lot with you being more of a flirtatious man on dates um, because this is super important. You know, like you want to show that lighthearted side of you. You don't want to be Mr. Serious all the time because flirtation is play. It's playful. It's light. It's fun. It's funny. It's silly. Um, it creates smiles. It creates laughs. It creates 
intrigue and fun and you get the point. All right. Just fucking laugh. (laughs) Okay. All right. So seven points. I will do a recap. These seven things to help you get energy. And as I recap it, think of how much, which one of these you're lacking most of and how you can add, add this and prioritize it into this week to up your energy levels. All right. And keep them consistent. All right, here we go. Number one, food. Number two, exercise. Number three, sleep slash don't hit the snooze button. Number four, progress and schedule the night before. Um, Five, relationships. Six, environment. Seven, laughter. All right, guys, I hope this helped you. I hope this amps you up. Uh, I will continue to do these things because because it feels good, <laughs> man. And uh, I haven't been this high energy for for quite some time, actually. And I think that just recently, maybe it's all the brain food. I don't know. I just got back to working out since the concussion. Maybe that's it. I'm also sleeping amazing. I'm pretty much doing all these things. So if you do all these things, I promise your energy will boost and it will help you. So try it out. Let me know how it goes. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye.